0: We're back, episode nine, packing it up. Not quite the uh, immediate post-game reaction right after the Lions game that we were hoping. But uh, either way, we're here. Kevin Hurd, Marcus Wiegert, here to recap uh, Packers-Lions Monday night football. Uh, One of us was in attendance, and it was not me. So I'll let you guys guess who that was. Marcus, how was the game? Would have
1: loved to give you new uh, instant feedback, however... torrential downpour lightning uh lightning at the sky and bumper to bumper traffic uh probably would still be up there right now probably talking with an officer right now about why i rented somebody so uh a game was obviously great um good to see lambo packed flyover was one of the best flyovers probably the best i've ever seen i literally thought the air force guy was going to put it in the stadium he was that low uh it was super loud so that was cool um obviously first half was Not pretty um, in all facets, but I felt at the end of the first half, uh, defense finally made some progress by bringing some pressure um, and held them to a field goal. And uh, obviously offense was clicking for most of the game. So overall, uh, yeah, it was great to be there.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure, you know, all the bumper to bumper traffic and, you know, torrential downpour, I'm sure it probably would have killed a lesser man, I'm sure. But we're glad you could make it. Yep. glad, Glad to be here uh but yeah i mean i agree i agree with your recap but i mean as far as like you know everybody's coming out today saying you know the packers made a statement with yesterday i'm just not really buying it Uh, i hate to be that guy but you know to be down to the lions at home at halftime it's not exactly quite the statement that i think we were looking for
1: no i agree i think um you know they said on the radio listen to a lot of Pre-game and post-game analysis and the way up and the way back and really the next few weeks at San Francisco and against Pittsburgh I think that's really going to tell you where you're at obviously going to the west coast Green Bay has not done well in the last few years whether it's regular season or postseason so I think you know that's going to be the measuring stick and Pittsburgh I don't think is as talented as they have been but they're still a good football team so yeah I can't only get too excited over the Lions but you also
0: have to win the game as well all right well Give us, you know, we're kind of making this a, a normal thing after games. Uh, give us uh, your start of the game.
1: Start of the game, I hate to give it to a group. I'd rather do it to an individual, but I feel like the running backs were really key. Um, you know, didn't crack 100 yards as a group, but Aaron Jones really set the tone. A.J. Dillon came in, had some nice runs. Um Mr. Hill had a great return on the kickoff that really brought some energy when it was much needed at that point. Um, so I think that group collectively uh, was kind of my star of the game. Obviously, Rodgers played very well. Um, you know, I it, it, don't want to say he's not worthy of it, but you you almost expect him to play extremely well that way too. So I'll, I'll give it to the running backs. How about you?
0: I mean, after this offseason, I'm never giving Rodgers a star of the game, just on record. <laughs> just for everybody who's listening, I'll never do that. My star of the game, yeah, I felt like it was kind of obvious to give it to Aaron Jones with all the touchdowns. Uh, I'm going to give it to Josh Myers. Uh, Currently the fourth graded center in the National Football League for a rookie. Obviously, he's number one for rookies. Uh, Just think he's stepped in, been really solid, been a plug-and-play guy, hasn't had any penalties. You know, center is a tough job for all the people out there that follow football. Uh, A lot of communication. A lot of switching stuff at the line, you know, it can can be a lot for someone to handle, for him to be a rookie to kind of step in. You know, they haven't quite missed a beat. I know in week one, they were dealing with some pressure and then things kind of got out of sorts. But I also felt like in week one, you know, Rodgers got sacked due to coverage. And, you know, this week I felt the offensive line blocked for running backs, like you kind of already mentioned, but also protected Rodgers and allowed him to do his thing more so in the second half. So uh, my star of the game was Josh Myers.
1: Who was your, uh, what was the good part of the game that you felt?
0: Uh, Good part of the game, uh, shout out Dom Daphne. So this guy's stepping in for all those people who don't know, Dom Daphne plays what we call the F position uh, in Matt LaFleur's offense. So fullback kind of a mix of tight end you know he's not really going to carry the ball but he could catch some passes out of the backfield which he did but more so setting the edge in the run block situation I recall uh him making a nice I believe he had one catch yesterday I might have to check that again uh get our stats people on that but uh, I think he had one catch yesterday uh out of the backfield but I just remember him setting the edge on Trey Flowers that allowed Aaron Jones Uh, to get a run, I believe, for a first down. So guy's just kind of a Swiss Army knife uh, with Deguara out again, hurt. Uh, He just kind of stepped right in, and and they asked him to do a lot, and he's just kind of found a role for himself.
1: Yeah, I would say Devondre Campbell. He looked a lot quicker this week, which obviously the entire team looked a lot different from when they were playing in Jacksonville. But just being at the game, uh, he covered really well in space, uh, tracked down Hawkinson a few times, Obviously, he had that interception, which I think was greatly due to Rashawn Gary. Um, Campbell happened to be in the right spot. But you know he's been a starter for the last handful of years in the league with Atlanta and Arizona. And at this point, looks better than a Christian Kirksey. So I thought that was a, a really good, solid part of the game. Hopefully, can keep that up moving forward.
0: Okay. We go from good to bad.
1: What do you got? Billy Turner. I don't know, man. I just... As I was sitting there watching, I know you just talked about Josh Myers, gave some kudos to the offensive line. Obviously, the silent G and Elton Jenkins was solid. Runyon was, I mean, he was out there a couple times, um, had Aaron Jones, you know, maybe broken an ankle tackle. I mean, Runyon was out front. I, I just, I don't know, Billy Turner, I don't know if he's got much left. I uh, was kind of disappointed. Obviously, when Bakhtiari comes back, he'll change things up a bit. But, um, yeah, I, I think he's he's mediocre at best. He's kind of like a Band-Aid. So um, I, I don't know if he's going to get much better moving forward.
0: I mean, we might have, to have, we might have to have Owen Reese come back on in the pod in the future. But I mean, don't we remember last year where we were talking about Billy Turner was just so solid and anything they asked him to do. And now this year, one year later, I mean, the narrative is just totally flipped. Uh, that's just life in the NFL, I guess. Uh, for me, bad. Uh, wide receiver play. Sounds kind of obvious. I know you know, Rodgers missed uh, Veldez scantling a couple times deep. I think if he could have those throws back, he would have uh, executed them just a little bit better. But uh, I think there was a point, it was either midway through the third quarter or at the end of the third quarter, uh, there were zero catches by wide receivers other than Adams. Uh, you know, Tanya had some great uh, tight end screens. And I already mentioned Dom Daphne was catching something out of the backfield, Aaron Jones. But uh, it's just kind of same old stuff. And, you know, for the Packers to continue believing these in these guys uh, and their production just kind of stays the same. It's kind of like hitting your head against the wall again, over and over, trying to expect different results, you know. Uh, So I got to go with the wide receiver play, just not super excited about it. If MVS would have grabbed those two balls for touchdowns, obviously that would have changed my opinion, but still didn't get it done. So wide receivers, we got to get a lot better
1: the fun part of the game
0: your take uh return of motion everyone you know you can do things before the snap you know starts it's a great way to check see what the defense is doing you know give you a little advantage uh felt like we just forgot what that was in week one so the return of moving players pre-snap we call that motion in football that was fun
1: i could play off of that with my fun being balanced play calling uh, stuck with the run for the most part. I think the second series we went three and out on all passes, which is a little disappointing, but for the most part, I think it was 31 to 27. They said on the radio on the way home, 31 runs to 27 passes. So yeah, it was just good to see a consistent mix. And I mean, obviously the first half green Bay was down the entire time um, or tied and um, didn't deviate from a play call uh, play calling perspective. So, I mean, I was, Impress that way, and it's balanced play calling is fun, just like motion. It's fun.
0: You know, last week I just remembered in my notes we had it called fungly, and now we went back to fun and ugly. But still, what do you got? What was ugly?
1: I thought the defensive line, um, Kenny Clark played, you know, solid, but that entire defensive line just got pushed back, and um, time and time and time again, and they didn't really bring pressure until you know late first half. But, yeah, that defensive line, I mean, Slayton, Lowry, Lancaster, it's just, I don't know, hate to beat a, an old record here, but, uh, yeah, something's got to improve there.
0: My ugly, shout out to all you people on Twitter calling for Mike back. Okay, I have stood on this hill. I will die on it. We can argue it. Did not think letting him go was the correct move. So, for all those people who wanted him gone – you can't then complain about Joe Barry now at this point in the season, okay? We just can't do it, all right? If you wanted Mike Pettin, then at least be strong with your opinion, like I've been. You know, I go on Twitter and all these people are talking about how Joe Barry should be done. Why don't we have Mike Pettin? Well, where were you guys? Okay, where were you guys like a month ago, two months ago? It's ridiculous. I mean, I said on this pod, they're probably going to regret letting Mike Petten go. And my reason was this, okay, I'm in coaching. You were in coaching just from a continuity standpoint. I think they would have continued to stay solid if not better. They added a couple of draft picks. We talk about Deandre Campbell showed a little something. Uh, The defensive line is disappointing. You forgot to include Kingsley Kiki in there. He's been pretty bad first two weeks as far as grades go, but I mean, I just thought from a continuity standpoint, they could at least build on, built on what they've been doing with him over the past three years. And now you're in win now mode. Clearly, everybody knows that. And now you bring in a new guy and a new scheme. You're just adding more learning. You're, you're changing language within the defense, You know, different techniques from a new guy. It just doesn't make sense on a win now team. I'm sorry. Then I go on Twitter and everybody wants Mike Pettin back. Where were you guys?
1: I love Ridiculous. it. Ridiculous. I love Ridiculous. it. Ridiculous. When, when the defense struggles and you see the tweets out there that say, fire Dom Capers.
0: <laughs> well, that was long overdue. But still, I can't stand it. Okay, I have stood on this hill. Mike Petten was not the issue. Let's talk about the offense when they played Tampa Bay and got all these turnovers and couldn't score any points. Okay, And the thing is, is We don't even know if Kevin King made a mistake on that play, right? Or excuse me, we don't even know if Mike Pettin made a mistake. Like maybe it was just Kevin King out to lunch, which we clearly saw him out to lunch in the first half yesterday. Okay. Maybe Mike Pettin said he screwed up to fall on the sword for his guy because he's a player's coach. You know, we don't know. I mean, we're insiders and we don't even know. So to come out here and now we're like, wow, maybe we shouldn't have hired Joe Barry, like blah, blah, blah. Come on, guys. Where were you? three, four months ago when we were doing this, it just makes me sick.
1: Well, if we want to get him back, he's not too far away.
0: <laughs> well,
1: let's, let's talk. So, let's talk. Some he's, in, he's, because, in Ch- he's in Chicago as a defensive assistant right now.
0: Yeah. Right. Well, as you can tell, I'm pretty fired up. We've been missing this in the pod. I know, but I wanted to do it last week when everybody was complaining about the defense, but I wanted to give him a week, you know, it was fine. Like, They clearly just weren't ready to go, and I wanted to give them this week, and what do I see in the first half? Everybody tweeting about, wow, probably shouldn't have let Mike Pettin go. Well, here we are. So, I mean, when Led Zeppelin lost John Bonham, the drummer, you know what they did? They brought his son on, you know? Continuity, as best as you can. I don't think Mike Pettin would have been that bad this year.
1: All right, on to the next topic here.
0: (laughs) Well, we got some – We got yeah, hey, I mean, we don't got all night, I know, but (laughs) – I mean, I just wanted to bring some numbers, and we'll start with the defense for all those people out there, just so I can finish. I'm just going to finish my point with this, okay? In the four years that Joe Barry has been defensive coordinator in the NFL, in yards, they've been 32nd, 32nd, 28th, and 28th. This is out of 32 teams, mind you, okay? In points, 32, 32, 17, 19. All right. With Mike Pettin in yards for the Packers, they were ninth, 18, 18, 22. And in points, they were 13, nine, 22nd and twenty-sixth. So just that's throwing not, that out there for that's, everybody.
1: It's not very good though when you're green Bay. So uh, Joe Barry was in some uh, brutal situations. I
0: agree, but you know, there's a lot of people out there. They're just going to look at the numbers. So there are the numbers for you. You can just twist your numbers probably, however
1: yeah. you want. Just, Hold your tape. I'm going yards and points.
0: I'm going yards and points. What I think matters. Yards and points. How many yards are you giving up? How many points are you giving up? So we could argue this all day. It's fine. It's fine. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of ins, a lot of outs, a lot of what have yous. I know. I get it. Um, But either way, those are your numbers for those. Uh, 8.6. What do you think that is?
1: Oh, 8.6. Probably yards per play we gave up in the first half
0: no, uh eight point six millions what Randall Cobbs getting paid this season uh, and he had how many catches yesterday one two no, he had at least two. Didn't have any targets basically until the fourth quarter of yesterday No um, no, 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 he had one he had bowl
1: before that he was in third quarter third actually. quarter
0: yeah somewhere in there okay well, yeah. I, I wasn't at the game, so. That's why I was asking you, but Hey, just, you know, it's kind of a minor GM Aaron Rodgers shot there. You know, we're paying that guy a good chunk of money to uh, just kind of be out there. So uh, that's really all I got. That's all the, that's all the fun uh, numbers that I had. So. Well, the Packers go to the West
1: coast now, which uh, as I mentioned, at the start of the show has never been pretty. So I'm not taking a lot of worth that things are going to go extremely well. I'm going to go in with that, uh, what they call negative mindset, which uh, is actually healthy. Um, for those of you that are in the coaching world, if you have a negative mindset going into a game, you don't get wound up too much because you assume things are going to go bad, which is, if you read Bobby Knight's book, The Power in Positive Thinking, which is actually from a negative mindset, um, You know, you're always thinking about plan B. And again, maybe this is where... Joe Barry's got to have a negative mindset, but you know, the Packers got to realize, you know, going out there, they got to do something different. I don't know if it's getting there earlier, getting there later, sleeping in a different hotel, whatever it is,
0: but something's got to change. Yeah. I mean, Bob Knight never got wound up. So that's a good, good piece of advice coming from him, but no, I have read the book and everybody (laughs) out there should read it. But yeah, they – I don't know what their deal is. And then with Rodgers, there's something about being in the state of Florida and being in the state of California. I'm not really sure kind of what his deal is. But I agree. Uh, 49ers, they're going to be a little bit different team, you know, running a little kind of two-quarterback system. You know, they kind of bring in Trey Lance for some gadget stuff, which in the past the Packers have not been very successful at guarding – you know, at, at defending – quarterbacks who can use their legs and kind of run pass option plays historically they just haven't done well at them um and that kind of started in san francisco with calvin kaepernick basically just torching them in the regular season and in the playoffs. so we'll all have bad memories of that if we see it again coming up but 49ers are a different team, got a lot of injuries in the backfield. I know they want to kind of establish that run within Kyle Shanahan's offense and then work to play action. You know, Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo, that's he's not just going to. He's not just going to take the ball, do a five-step drop, and beat you with his arm. You know, they're going to beat you with play action and and kind of, you know, some explosive plays, uh, getting athletes the ball right at the line of scrimmage, whether it's on jet sweep, whether it's, you know, on reverses, you know, hands off in the backfield, or like I said, play action over the top. Uh, But they got some weapons, you know, on the outside, Debo Samuel, George Kittle. But hopefully the Packers can, in my opinion, kind of, you know, stack the box a little bit and make Jimmy G beat you with his arm. So we'll see kind of where they're at. We'll see where this Joe Barry defense goes, but I'll be, I'll be keeping my eyes on Twitter, checking out how many people are calling back for Mike Patton. We'll see week three.
1: I don't worry about the people on Twitter. The ones that got the real brains are the ones that live in the comments on Twitter.
0: That's true. That is true. that. That is true. Well, what do you think? I mean, just talk. I mean, we played only two games, but you know, let's just compare. You know, kind of the NFC West and the NFC North right now. So the NFC West, I believe, is every team undefeated. No, Seattle just lost to Tennessee, but yeah. the Niners are undefeated. The Arizona Cardinals are two and zero, and then um, why am I forgetting the why am I forgetting the fourth team? Oh, the LA Rams are two and zero. So pretty strong division to start out for them. But just talk to me about you know, where you see the NFC North division headed and kind of where you see that division headed?
1: Yeah, I think the North is really weak as it always is. Um, Still got to see something more consistent out of Justin Fields, not enough sample size. Minnesota could be a few weeks ago from them just wiping house entirely with Spielman and Zimmer. Um, Detroit, Detroit, obviously we just saw that. Um, San Fran, really good. A lot of injuries last year. Seattle, still a dangerous team. Um, the Rams with Stafford now extremely dangerous and Arizona, a um, lot of fun to watch. Kyler Murray is, he is like worth double the price of admission. That guy is crazy. Hopkins is the best receiver in the league. Um, not Tay DeAndre, but, um, yeah, they're just a fun team to watch. So, I mean, that, that, uh, that West uh, group is, is really tough. So I don't know, I don't know who's going to come out on top there. Um, obviously injuries are going to be key. But, uh, but yeah, it's fun to watch. Arizona, you know, Cliff Kingsbury for a guy being fired um, at his alma mater for not winning enough games. And everyone, you know, giving a bunch of crap for getting a head coaching job in the NFL. He's doing a pretty good job there in Arizona.
0: Wow, hot take with Devontae DeAndre there. You just kind of snuck that in at the end of the show. Yeah, really, the, reason that, the only reason that I, I asked was because obviously the Packers are going to play the entire NFC West this year. And I feel like if the Packers do what they're supposed to do, in the division. I believe they're the best team. I think it's pretty obvious from a talent perspective, whether or not they play up to their level of talent is another question, but they play all the teams in the NFC West. And these are going to be playoff type games. I know it's week three, but this is where teams, you know, they gather data. They see what works against teams. They see what doesn't work. And for the Packers, you know, last season, or excuse me the year before you know they go out to San Fran and they get blown out and then what do they do in the playoffs they get blown out again just seems like they didn't really learn anything so the NFC West could potentially have three playoff teams they're talking about getting three teams in which based on the strength of the division uh in the NFC East and in the NFC North like you already mentioned NFC South obviously Tampa Bay is is kind of the cream of the crop there Carolina's had a hot start But the NFC West is talking about getting three teams in. And right now, I would say it's the best division in football. So hopefully the Packers come out and have a great showing. And then later, have another good showing in the playoffs against these teams. Because in the past, they haven't done a good job of carrying over that stuff. So we'll see. Really looking forward to Sunday. We'll be back next week, either late Sunday night or
1: Monday night after Sunday night's game.